Yeah, we're gonna get a couple jokes off. <laughs> we have let it be known on this show plenty of times. The we respect the competitor. Oh, that goes without saying. But that we, ain't that's not what we're doing. We talk a lot about what Nip meant to us and what Nip meant to California, just different things, whatever the case may be. However, we one of the things that I'll always quote from Nip that it's not what happens to the man, it's how he reacts to it. Another another thing that I've always learned, and I, I said it about Khaled before. Shout out to DJ Khaled, but I've said it about him before, only because it was a human moment from him. But when Tyler had, I think it was number one, yeah, and he was, yeah. and his was second. He was, you seen him when he was in his car and he was making those videos. What about what was the thing I told you off air? You learn more about people when they lose. Yeah, I love Khaled. But that was the first time that Khaled showed people. Oh, for real? No, certainly. That yeah, something that, bothered that him. Combo. Something bothered him. No, he had he never showed that. people that something bothered him. So I wasn't. I, it did point, teach yeah. me more about him. But at the end of the day, I don't view him no differently. But it just let me believe that the 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 special um, the uh, the special key the I got all of these major keys and I got all the we the bet. How much of that Looking is a facade? Back, bro, he was so he was so falsely like spewing information at that because the Tyler album was better than yours, fam, and your package was to send its number one, and we're not doing that. That's another thing we're not going to do today. <laughs> so that's why I was just. It's like, a lot that's not flying. And I was DJ like, Khaled, I love. I didn't mean Khaled. to bring it back up. That wasn't happening, bro. I was like, I love Khaled, but they always say you learn more about people when they lose. So that's why I was like, huh, it's real interesting that the first real moment that a lot of people feel like they got from him was in a moment where he wasn't winning. So if Khaled continued to just rake in awards, you probably would have sat there like. So the reason why I'm saying all of this is because with Kobe Covington, seeing how I don't, I'm not saying he came out of nowhere in the sense of um, the MMA world. The MMA world. I'm talking about his personality. As a, okay, as a figure, facts. Because nobody knew this man. It's outside. Just, it's nobody a lot. knew this man. It's a lot. Somebody knew this, man. And I feel like it's just some of the stuff that he's doing is just like it's so over the top. I'm like, how much of it are you trying to take pieces that you see from other fighters and you're like, I mean, let me try the to. The thing is, you you like UFC, so its arc has been really interesting to watch because mm -hmm. it blew up organically and the world wanted to pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. um, and now that they saw that, Dana White's a, he's a genius, man. But they've certainly sensationalized their product in the last two years and mim and mimicked a lot of you see a lot of wwe influence there and he, he kobe even came out to kurt angle's music I for heard. sure no he always does it i didn't know that i didn't know that you want to know I why know. i truthfully think he does that and that's another thing that bothers me outside of kurt always being like the american dream and things like that um well the american dream was dusty rose but anyway shout out to dusty rose long way um but you look at at Kurt being the Olympic hero and you look at just mm -hmm. certain things like that and you see how Kobe wants to pu push this 45 agenda and I think it's one of those things truthfully where you know what I truthfully think it is he wants to be and I think I, I think I haven't seen the quote but I've seen an article that said that he openly admitted that a lot of it is so he's a heel like he he feels like it's more money to be made in that so he doesn't mind it you're saying spotlight I think the only reason why he got Kurt Angle's song is because he knew Kurt Angle was a bad guy and or a heel, whatever you want to call it. And anytime there was the lapse in Kurt Angle's music, you got the you the you yeah. such chant. Oh yeah, I it's think a he heat loves magnet. it. I think for, he loves for it for sure, for sure. I think he just loves it, bro. Because like we, we could be sitting in a dorm playing two K. If we hear Kurt Angle's music, when it gets to the break, we're gonna be dun -dun, and we're gonna be like you suck. It's just it's 
especially if you grew up watching wrestling, you're just like, oh, it's second. Was he getting the chance? The, yes. The, the you suck chance. Man, yes. So, I'm so mad, bro, because yesterday we talked about how we weren't we we weren't rested. Mm-hmm. I went to the gym around like seven with Amari, came back passed out. <laughs> I wish passed bro. out. Missed all the live <laughs> recap from from two. So I was like, ah, all that. <laughs> what happened? And well, yeah. I'm about to say so. I'm gonna try to give a quick little rundown. Too, but, but no, yeah, no. Tomorrow I, definitely. I definitely read up on a lot of it. Oh yeah, I saw, yeah, saw highlights. Of course, mm-hmm. I, it, the thing is too. A lot of times, legit. I'm not gonna lie. See, we could have a whole. We could have did a whole two hours on this, but I'm not saying Kamaru can't fight. It's clearly not what I'm saying. However, he was getting toward the champion Tyron Woodley. Later stages of George Saint Pierre. You know where I'm getting round. It's just round by round. And I think uh, it's he's, got, he's got ways to go still. And I for feel sure. like Woodley, he's he, he's up there. You, you beat him, I give you credit for it. Yeah, no, he is, no doubt. My my only thing with that was just saying that he's not the most exciting person to watch. I believe it. So that's why last night was one of the moments where I was one of the first ones where I was like, "Yo, yeah. there we go!" Like, because I've been waiting for for Kamaru's statement. Like a lot of people like the Tyron the Tyron Woodley fight. Yes, he picked him apart. Yes, he picked his moments. But if you believe what people are saying about Tyron Woodley, he don't he's not pushing the pace right away anyway. At all. So of course Nah, yesterday was cool to see because it was a moment where fans like are longing for a comeuppance in their opinion. And you would say that they got theirs last night, but you didn't think it was happening. For twenty minutes, it certainly it was had, interesting. Yeah. You know what that reminded me of in a weird way? It yeah, reminded me of Chell Sonnen and Anderson Silva the first that first fight. Yeah, where he snuck him. It was bad because when he dropped Anderson in the second round, we yeah. were like, "Yo!" And he had Anderson fighting the first two rounds off his back, yeah. and I was like, and you, "Chell and might win it." Kobe fights a similar mold almost for sure. It's just a nuisance for sure. And That's why I think he's taking pieces from different people, yeah. and he's trying to. I think he took elements from Connor. I think he took elements from uh from Chell Sonnen from yeah, Chell. I, mean. I think he took elements from Forty Five, and he was like, "This is my mix, bro." That's a sick ass combination. To mix with talent is yeah, that's just a, that's just a weird combination. Like, talent. what do you want out of it? Because because brother's talented as well, for sure. Not gonna do that. No, that that's not, that's that's not what we're doing. What we're yeah. saying is, why does the but antics no, come yeah. with it? You know who else is a is a great talent? Hey, Cody Garbrandt. Yeah, fact. You ever talked to Cody? Have you ever met Kobe? Met, met Cody? Not at all. Cody is one of the most down to earth. I people. was about to say because I I can imagine because I've never heard him and he's a successful fighter. Yeah. So I can imagine that you got it. You'll you gotta, walk up to Cody rep. and be like, "Every one of your fights is going to end in a knockout. Either you're putting the guy to sleep or you're going to sleep." Cody will look and be like, "Well, I mean, yeah, kind of right." He's one of those to where if you talk the fight game with him, clearly any any body you disrespect them, they they take it there. But Cody is probably one of like the coolest people, so you don't have to do that. That was just kind of like I guess my overarching point, but or my overarching point, but. So Houston did um, end up coming away with a win, twenty-four to twenty-one. However, during that quick Kamara Usman Kobe Covington conversation, Carolina scored twice. So they're down thirty to twenty-four against Seattle, with two minutes to go, and Seattle has the ball uh, at their own thirty-nine. So we'll see what, what's going on with that one. That sounds like DJ Moore scored, and he did. And I'm playing DJ Moore, and we're not going to talk about this. Yeah, we just gonna we gonna skip the fantasy the fantasy <laughs> update right now. Um, okay. Seattle just moved it back to the thirty, or to we, the forty-nine. We actually didn't get to speak on 
um, the Thursday night game at all. But oh, you want to? Uh, you know, another tour de force. You know, go ahead and let me five, see five touchdowns. Lamar Jackson, forty-two to twenty-one. Five different receivers as well, I believe. Somebody might have caught two, but spread the ball out. Come on, man. I tell people all the time, and we've talked about it with Kenyon before too. When playoffs. you look at no, brother, it was five touchdowns to five different receivers. <laughs> it was Seth Roberts, Mark Andrews, Marquise Flash Brown, Mister Hollywood uh, Flash Brown, yep, Hollywood Brown, uh, Miles Boykin, and Mark Ingram, who I believe is the second coming of Frank Gore. Yeah. Um, and I like that stance too. You got a rushing touchdown. Got he's going to be there for a long time, and, and uh, yeah, he's going to be a problem in the league for a long time. He's built like a pit bull. And I'm going to continue to say that. You're going to be able to um, run that fast still at 32. So. For sure. <laughs> and the thing is, he's because he's built that way, he's only going to get harder to tackle the older he gets because he's going to put on weight. Yeah. So he's only going to get harder to, ta- to tackle. Um, but, yeah, so that was definitely our um, our Thursday night game. But just to wrap up UFC, you just wrap up uh, UFC 245, um, we'll talk about the championship fights. Max Holloway, and you know what's interesting? His, I do not want to be wrong with his name. Is it Volkanovsky? I think it's Volkanovsky. I can't give it to you. Let me yeah. let me double check. I think it's Volkanovsky. But you know what? Even going into the fight yeah, or to Vol- the pay per view, Volkanovsky. is it Volkanovsky? Volkanovsky? Yeah, yeah. Volk- Volkanovsky going into and and Jermaine Durandamy. Uh, Jermaine Durandamy um, lost by unanimous decision. Yeah, when she fought or when she was getting ready to um, or when it was announced that she I was fighting Amanda New Year's. I absolutely love her. Her Raquel Pennington. Like it's a couple of fighters yeah. that you just root for. Like you just downright root for Paige Van Zandt and I was like why, has she, why hasn't she had a title shot in so long so yeah did you get the, did you get your answer though during the presser beforehand mm. I, so man, I missed this when they statement. announced it Amanda got the question and was like we heard that you wanted to fight two years ago what happened da, 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 da. she said she beat her in the first fight so she told her come to 35 or come to 35 I think and Jermaine didn't want to do it. Jermaine was like, come back to 45. And Amanda's whole thing was like, I already beat you at 45. Come to 35. And Jermaine was like, no. For what? So Amanda says she got tired of her telling her no. So Amanda was like, forget it. I'm coming up. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, I, like I don't, Amanda I don't, so I don't much, want those man. problems with Amanda coming up. None. I know dudes who don't want problems with Amanda. <laughs> Facts. Because That's a fact. I might be one of them. Like, that would definitely be <laughs> Jermaine Durandamy's advantage and she almost finished her you know she got that she almost finished her you know she got that and you can see it on jermaine's face she kind of cracked the smile midway through it because she thought it was over you could see it she was mid triangle and was I like i need to see that whole fight in its entirety i need to watch that need so to yeah man watch that. but the only thing i wanted to take away from that was when i watched the 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 presser and i watched all these different things i was trying to pick my of course my my winners and everything and i love max holloway a lot when he lost to dustin poirier I didn't – how can I put it? How can I put it? How can I put it? Nothing against Dustin Poirier, but it seems like I always pick against him. In that particular fight, I was just looking, and I was like, mm-hmm. Max already got his belt at featherweight. Or at, is it featherweight? Featherweight. And I'm like, yep. I just don't know if lightweight is – if his energy is going to be there. I, Dustin's hungry. He was, he was riding a um, – It was a win streak, too. He was, it was kind of a heat check. It was almost For a sure heat it check. Was. It was a heat check. For sure it was. So it was it was one of the moments where I was just like, Dustin's gonna get him this time. And Dustin got him. Coming into this fight, when I when they announced who he was fighting, I was like, this is another one. I said, this is another one where Max is gonna go in and try to be Max, and somebody's going to press him. And he's gonna be like, What? The jury's out. 
a little bit, at least for as of late. So that was the only one where I was like, unfortunately, Volkanovski is going to walk away with that belt. And that's the only belt that's going to change hands Ooh, that night. Yeah, nah, man. And that's exactly what happened. Unanimous for sure. So, I, of course, we're um, talking about somebody who's come out of nowhere. I had, mm-hmm. no, I had no idea about this, man. About who? Oh, about Volkanovski. You know They're what? Not- it's, that, it's that camp. It's that camp because um, yeah. Izzy Adesanya is in that camp as well. Then yeah, then their that's camp a, that's is a just great on the way rise. that they move in in MMA as well. Because talk about Adesanya, man, like that's somebody whose talent just like when you saw John Jones at twenty one, mm-hmm. it was like nobody should be wanting to fight him. Right, <laughs> like right. he has the skills to be anybody, and you see that it looks like that with Kamaru, but Kamaru's a different kind of fighter. Right, but. That may that may that speaks for itself. That that camp talk speaks for itself for sure. No doubt it does. And I mean, it's just one of those things where, like I said before, when iron sharpens iron. Exactly. I was about to say when you got some of the best in the world and you lock them into one area. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What? What? Like just I understand that there's a huge weight gap between Jorge Masvidal and Yoel Romero, but imagine them training sessions. Imagine them sparring sessions. Oh, isn't yeah for sure. Like just those two, but then they walk outside and all, they're all smiles. Yeah, which is why in life, I tell people all the time, the person to pay attention to is the person who tries to do everything from getting upset. That lets me know that they've been there before and they don't want to go back. Let alone take you. Facts. So why do y'all try to piss off people that smile all the time? Leave them alone. That's just me. We're going to do that. That's just the way that I operate. I don't know. If I see a person constantly loud in the room, I'm like. Well, we got left on the oh, docket, okay. man. There you go. We're not worried about that. That's a podcast? Okay. We'll wait for the <laughs> podcast for that. Um, I don't know, man. I'm not even going to lie. I want to talk about baseball. I do. It's a lot going on in the world of baseball. I actually want to start with something that has nothing to do with my angels and signing Anthony Rendon. Shout out. Um, I want to start with something that they broke midweek. And they broke that. Which my roommate came and told me, he said, bro, did you hear about what happened in, in, in the MLB? I was like. Go ahead. How about you tell us what I happened? I said, I did not hear what happened in the MLB. <laughs> um, oh, man. Tell me. Let me that. know. I was like, Gary Cole? Like, yeah, what yeah, happened? <laughs> free agency? Uh, so, to my knowledge, I have not. I was looking for an article as well because um, I wanted to see the wording. I wanted mm-hmm. to see, like, specifically. And we had a we had a heck of a conversation about this. So we're gonna, I'm going to say I'm mentioning that to you, too. Um, but marijuana is no longer a flag substance in the MLB. Um, yes. The word verbiage that they use was drug. Um, no, was taken off of the opioid abuse list, which means that you cannot abuse weed. This was my take. Please. (laughs) Please. I was like, that's the least they could do. But, no, that wasn't my first take. I said, <laughs> wow, the MLB did that. That was my first take. Because I was like, hmm. Sports is a copy li- copycat Lee. culture, period. Um, so, if you had, if somebody asked you, which league do you think would legalize marijuana first? Or which would D, you know, no longer punish players for it? I don't know what I would have said, but I wouldn't have necessarily guessed the MLB. Okay. So I'm wondering now that that is the case, what's the domino effect? My first question, actually, and I'm going to tell you the domino effect, what I believe it to be. My first question was, does hockey test for it? 
That was my first question. Already? That was my first question. And now that I actually Googled it just now, they... Wait a minute. Breaking news. And now that I'm looking at it... Fill the air for a quick second. Okay. Yeah. This is something because I, I feel like the players... This is something that they've wanted. I'm sure players have, have argued for this, campaigned for this behind closed doors. Um, and did you get a ruling on the NHL? I did. So <laughs> they're, they're much like baseball in terms of um, except that they have harsh punishments at the minor league level for people who, uh, who abuse um, whatever they're testing for. However, this is written by, I want to give the exact name. It says Keys wrote, but I don't see his first name mentioned at first. This is from Civilized.life. But, uh, oh, it's Scott Keys. It was a Guardian reporter, Scott Keys, who mm. said, quote, the NHL does not include marijuana, marijuana on its list of banned substances. So when I asked that so question not to myself, all right, when I asked that question to myself, the first thing I thought was probably not. So I said, I wonder which leagues do. Probably just the NBA and NFL. And so what I said was, look, man, that's probably, that's honestly the least they could do to accommodate a player on like a small scale. I don't know, man, because clearly we're not advocating for our athletes to become Wiz Khalifa Snoop Dogg. Right. But a lifestyle that comes with their job isn't glitz and glamour. It's a lot of traveling. It's a lot of sitting on a plane. It's a lot of rehab. It's a lot of ex Dion waiters. It's a, it's a lot of inconvenience, and it, you might think it's luxurious. And it, sure, I'd love to do it as well. They would probably anybody would uninvest would trade with them. But I mean, it's a minor accommodation that just might make their plight a little. I don't even want to say they got plight because the thing is, no, everybody has a plight for sure, for sure. I'll go as far as to say it, and I'll go as far as to even dumbing it down a little bit simpler than that. We make worse decisions off of alcohol than we do what we, and it's scientifically proven. I don't need anything outside of that. You guys love to turn to, and I say you guys, meaning meaning corporate America, they love to tup, they love to turn to these studies and these scientific studies and these Harvard grads and these Stanford grads and these Oregon grads for these different things. It's scientifically proven that weed is better for you than alcohol. And we still watch. You know what's interesting? Stigmatize it. But the thing is, we don't. And that, I something's got to give. Something's got to give. That's my very point. Soon. I actually tried to start a THC. Um, I, actually, I called it a cannabis, a cannabis beat. I tried to start a cannabis beat when I was at the paper. Everybody was for it. I'm still at the paper. But before when I was at the paper. And everybody was for it with the exception of one Here. And everybody was for it. The RJ covers cannabis. I'm gonna be surprised. Um, because they understand. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. We'll talk oh, about yeah. it in a second. Um, but I I told them that we should start it. Um, and everybody was for it. Everybody thought that they saw um perks in it and positives in it, except for one person. They said, "Well, I just don't feel like we should do anything that could encourage people to go um to go try marijuana." And I was like, "You think that it would be encouraging them?" And I was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, first of all, let me just go into detail and explain to you. I wrote out a disclaimer, number one. And the disclaimer was supposed to go at the top of every cannabis-related uh, story, which basically lets people know, uh, like, it was like three main things. Uh, 
what got to be 18 and over or 21 and over whichever one yeah. um 21 almost every state uh every state's rules are different yep and uh and this is not by any by any means like encouraging people to take it so it was like those three things in that disclaimer so i covered i covered the, the campus's basis or the paper's basis she was like well i don't know like i just don't feel like we do anything like this with uh with alcohol and i looked at her and was like okay now here's the fun part i said i did a top five happy hours last year I said we did we do restaurant reviews where we review alcohol. Not, not that. Hold on. There was National Beer Day or something like that. International Beer Day. We've had beer on campus. That was yeah, no, it was a part of a package. It was a part of a whole video package from some UNLV department. And I can't I can't give you the hmm. semester or the time. That's why I can't pinpoint. But no, there's been coverage of alcohol related. Events. When it was Rebel uh not Rebel Homecoming, what was it? The uh the uh rep not um like the rev life events. is beautiful that we did, like the the UNLV's rev uh, life is beautiful equivalent. Is it um, rep is Rebel Fest? Rev yeah, Fest. Rev Fest. Yeah, Rev Fest. That's um, what I was trying to say. I said at Rev Fest, they, they had beer. They had the beer. The beer garden. I wasn't there, but that's so. My whole thing is, if you have a beer garden on campus, you have people who have attended AA meetings on campus. Mind you, on campus. Mind you, UNLV is a campus that that permits smoking, not weed, but it permits absolute. Cigarette smoke, vape. There's not a blind eye batted towards anybody sparking something like on this campus. <laughs> it's just it's this is for sure a podcast conversation, but I just thought it was interesting that the MLB did it because I feel like if the NHL which I'm learning now that they don't test for it, but I was thinking that if they didn't test for it before they were gonna do it. But then the NBA and the NFL would be the ones dragging their feet. I feel like the NBA might do it. But the only thing that I feel like with that, even with talking with players in the NBA, there's three tests a year. So, I or people who have played in the it's NBA. It's something to where, like, they know what the rules are, mm -hmm. and they, whoever's already getting it, how they're getting it, are like, yeah. Without giving away names, I recall a particular person explaining that a teammate had got, because apparently. It was all the time. Yeah, apparently they do believe that this particular case believed that it was random because the particular person got hit three times before November. With Season tests? starts with tests. Yeah. But you can only test me three times during the calendar year. Or excuse me, during a uh season. during a uh, season. So after November, they said they kind of looked at the other teammate and was like, I'm in the clear. You can't test me again. You can't test me till the postseason. Yeah, so that means from November until April. When I heard the name of who it was, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot. Of, I'll tell you off air, but I was like, that makes air. that makes a, a crazy amount of sense. I think I sense. heard this. I, I'm not sure who it was, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, I almost said it, but yeah. It, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, if the NBA were to follow suit in some fashion, man, it, it wouldn't be. There'd be some kind of caveat. And I don't expect it to to go outright this way, but there's been football players who have become very open about it. Oh yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah. Stephen Jackson came out and said that there was not a game that he played. Or no, I lied. I lied. I lied. Somebody else came out. It was a football player that came out and said there wasn't Calvin a game. Johnson. That he, Calvin Johnson said that he wasn't a game that he did not play high. And Stephen Jackson said some of his best statistical games was when he was high. We know what Josh Gordon did his first couple seasons. It is what it is. We, we still pray for Josh Gordon, too, because I think people are really just kind of, like, laughing at it. But 
No, like no, nah, it's that, lost a lot of work. That's, a lot, that's, of work, that's a lot that goes into giving something like that up. Um, but as we said before, this is what we do here at Talk This at Talk That Talk. We talk that talk. I had I did have a lot of jokes to get off though about, about I was like, you know what, man, good for so them. Many. I was like, they play every day. I was like, you realize they? I just thought about it. Do they have time to practice? What are they practicing during the season? They Does that change camp. at baseball games? What you mean? Does that mean that you let fans light up at baseball games? Never mind. We'll talk about it later. Uh, when I get back, when we get back, we'll talk, we'll go ahead and wrap up the morning's games because majority of them are finished and have gone final. Stay tuned. I am Terrell. That's Daryl. You're. This is Talk That Talk. Tweet, snap, Facebook, or the gram. Hit us up at the Rebel HD2. Chronic pain is real and a serious health issue. For those suffering, we want you to know there are options beyond opioids. These painkillers can serve a medical purpose, but not without risk. Taking controlled substances for the treatment of pain may result in becoming physically dependent on them. And even though these medications can be effective in providing pain relief, they do not address the underlying cause of the pain. The good news is you do not have to suffer from chronic pain. There are dozens of alternatives to opioid painkillers, from non-addictive medicines to physical therapies to nutrition and many more. Ask your doctor about non-opioid options and take control of your pain management today with alternative treatments. We encourage you to find ways to safely manage your pain and take charge of your own health. Pain isn't a choice, but how you treat it could be. Visit knowyourpainmeds.com to learn more. This message funded by a grant through the Nevada Department of Health and Human Services, aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. 91.5 The Rebel HD2. Welcome back. Welcome back to Talk That Talk on 91.5 The Rebel HD2, KUNV Las Vegas, the broadcast service of UNLV. I am your host, Terrell Chatterbox Emerson, in studio with Daryl D. Hoop Harris. And we just actually talked about who that person was <laughs> off air. And that's hilarious. I'm mad. Maybe that's, that's maybe that's why bro. we didn't get that shit. That is hilarious, bro. I think that's so funny. Like, I think it's funny because because certain stories that you hear, it's like the missing piece. Yeah, it's yeah. like okay, that makes a lot of sense. Because you kind of sit there and you be like, oh, I believe it. So a lot of these older players that are coming out and they're like, I was high when I did X, Y, and Z. You sit there and you be like, huh, were you? Like the Calvin Johnson thing stunned me because I was like, like, that's why you stayed out the way. <laughs> Completely out the <laughs> Honestly, it wasn't I look at I wasn't winning. It was you was doing you regardless. I don't I still don't understand how marijuana wasn't absolutely destigmatized when Michael Phelps did what he did. When he told people that he was winning gold medals high. Come on, man. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, how we do gotta change, we gotta change the narrative in 2020. I was like, you we can you can narrative. hold your breath that long? I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> We got to change the narrative, man. Okay. I, I know as a young kid, I was looking at it like, huh. I wonder what they're going to say about that. And they said nothing. Absolutely nothing about it. And I wonder why. Um. Anyway, we'll talk about that, I guess, another day. But to wrap up these morning Shout games. Shout out to the MLB with com- delivering a, a nice headline. <laughs> I feel like it's almost like shouting out the NFL for that cat workout. <laughs> what y'all up to? What, what, what you doing? What's going on here? <laughs> it's like, what's the main purpose? What you doing? Yeah, no, we'll talk about it, man. Let me know if Adam Jones gets drug tested a lot more. Because the thing is, yeah, man, we know that the league, the the demographics that make up the MLB are. I hate to say it, but it, it's it's majority, unique. huh? It's unique. 
Yeah, but I mean, it's a it's America's game, so you'll yeah. look at it as a white sport. But it's been, and, and I've heard people, baseball purists say it, it's been infiltrated by Dominicans. I was say, it's been infiltrated by Latin that's America. That's exactly what I was saying. Okay. The, that's that's one of the strongest presences right now. That's that's well, exactly that's like what you see. Yeah, I know that's you're exactly saying, what you see. Hmm, I wonder how you guys react to those people now. This is my point. Based on the stigmas that are already out there, weed is associated with black. Weed isn't associated with anything from Latin America. That's a fact. So you still, if if I truthfully wanted to look at the MLB and say the vast majority of your people, of the players that are in your league, this don't necessarily affect. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, like I said, God rest his soul, but Jose Fernandez, when he passed, that that hurt. Mm-hmm. I was I was a year older, so it bothered me because I'm like, it could really change like Jeez. that, right. and they tell us three weeks later, two weeks later, oh there was a coke line in his pocket. Yo, your point? Because a lot of people you gonna ask him about it? Yeah, okay, so what are we what are we talking about here? What's the point of you letting me know that? What's the point of you letting me know that Juice World wasn't gonna get charged for that seventy pounds of weed? You gonna let him know that? Who cares? And then that's almost like the way of being like, well, we found it, but like we were going to give it back and let you have it and walk out. Get the, what are you who do, who are you talking to? Yo, I can't do this. Well, there I was no name on it. So we were going to hand it back and be like, well, you just don't bring it back through the airport. What are you who I'm are not, you talking to? I'm not jumping in. I hear you, though. In the words of Joe Button, don't pee on me and tell me it's, it's raining. Rain. <laughs> Yo, the thing is, bro, I use that in my head a lot. No, I use it to people's face a lot. <laughs> Family, yeah. Shout out to the JBP. We gotta get to basketball. Uh, and we got we gotta make it to basketball. Yeah, let's we gotta let's, make it to let's get to that. And uh, I, any anyway, I got winter meetings that I still need to low key talk about. But real quick, the Joe Button yeah. podcast. I just want you guys to know. Joe, you started calling the pod the JBP after the OD podcast already kicked off, so I'm going to need you to chill. Like, because I truthfully call it the ODP. <laughs> For real. And no, I can't no reach cap, out no to cap. Naughty by Nature and say, no can you do a variation of our theme song with ODP as, as opposed to down with OPP? J- Joe, I'm going to need you to stop. Because the longer that people call yours the JBP, and it's, it's going to look like mine's is like, oh, well, it's definitely an extension of wrong. Look at look at the start dates. Right. Look at when he started saying JBP. Right. We were already like six right. episodes in. Right. That's a big fact. And I already and I already say and what I got. Co-hosts from weren't messing with the JBP at all. <laughs> Rory was like, please stop calling it that. So yeah, not nah, fact. So I, I have no problem explaining. That's been I start our the pod with it's music. Been the can- it's Absolutely. been the handle. Absolutely, I start the I start the pod with music because of Joe. I started a podcast because of Joe. I tell people what I took from Joe. Yeah, the name ain't it. <laughs> so chill the, with the, the letters. In the, fact, the con the consonants. At Joe work, has to, and you know that it. Joe has retweeted a lot of stuff that I've sent to Joe. Yo, so a part of it really wants me to be like, did you see the ODP and be like, ah, it's the JBP? Hey. You've seen Nick has been in Rory's mentions. Facts. Like, and I hopped in too, just because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna throw my two. That's my brother. Hold up, <laughs> hold up. I can't deal, bro. What is what? What are we? Oh, and they still ain't came to Vegas. Uh, we got to give some finals, man, because I got another. They came to Vegas once. They was at the Hard Rock. Oh, when they was at the Hard Rock and did back to back shows one night, and it was when I lived at. I almost said my address, dog. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
we gonna move on. We're gonna move on and tell you guys about the scores that have gone final from Sunday, uh, from the morning games. Tampa Bay did squeeze away with the four touchdown performance, 458 yards from Jameis Winston, 38 to 17 over the Detroit Lions in Detroit. The Green Bay Packers had to had to fight off 10 late points from the Chicago Bears, but they do come away with a 21 to 13 win over a division rival to move to um, 11 and 3 on the year. The Miami Dolphins allow 29 points in the second half to Eli Manning in the San, I'm saying in the San Francisco Giants. I almost mm-hmm. said baseball. I'm, my mind is still in baseball. That's funny. And the New York Giants, 36 to 20 over couple, Miami uh, and New York. A couple Saquon TDs and also a standing ovation for Eli at the end of the game because this is the last, last home, game. home game of the season. And he ends it with a win. Oh, he got his record back to 500. Yes, he did. He got his record yes, back. Yes, he did. Do you start <laughs> Daniel Jones last week? And just let Eli because if he ends up under five hundred, no, that, that bothers Eli. Me. Sit. I want you to be the five hundred quarterback. quarterback with two rings. The five hundred quarterback that beat Tom Brady twice, two and zero. So yeah, the only thing that matters to him is two and zero. I'm sure. And then these last two that we have for you, the That's Philadelphia Eli, Eagles. <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles come away with a thirty-seven to twenty-seven win over the Washington Football Team in Washington. Uh, shout out to Terry McLaurin for five receptions, one hundred and thirty yards, and a touchdown. I know fantasy owners are going stupid. He's on the bench this week. Uh, wow. Yeah. I wanted Terry like kind of bad. And then I was looking at, and, and I've told you the receivers that I have to see Jarvis Landry, Devontae Adams, Michael Gallup, Valdez Scantling. Uh, I had AJ Green just waiting on the bench for yeah, a while. I got Muhammad yeah, yeah. Sanu now. The, to see the plan it was, in place. It was there. And, and yeah, I feel you, man. Because Saquon was man. disappointing. Saquon got hurt. Disappointing. He was my first overall pick. <laughs> 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 he was number one overall. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Okay, let's move on. Please, let's move on. What's next? Um, Seattle, Seattle, and, and Carolina. Seattle held on for a thirty to twenty-four win in Carolina like, over the Panthers. These one o'clock games have kicked off. We'll tell you guys what the one o'clock games. Oh, actually, I knew something seemed shorter. So the last three, I knew something was uh, wrong. Uh, we already told you guys about Houston holding on 24-21 over Tennessee. The Chiefs score stayed exactly the same, 23-3 over the Browns. and then, oh, Excuse me, Broncos. And um, <laughs> I don't know why I just said that. It's all right. <laughs> um, and then, of course, this game, New England 34-13 over the Cincinnati Bengals. We didn't even bring up the fact of their potential cheating scandal. At this point, man. Remember that thing I said about the P? Never mind. Don't worry about it. I just don't understand why the league keeps going to the to the Patriots saying, hey, we found you guys doing this. Just don't even say it now. What 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 is this about? If you They never change about their it. approach. Thank you. They, they so it's a headline with a big question mark. You know what it's the mm. you know what? You know Charlemagne talks about this a What's lot. What's this questionable behavior? Alright. Charlamagne talks about this a lot, and I'm trying not to like. I'm trying not to make it a po- an entire podcast conversation. But Charlamagne said that, like for instance, I'll put it this way: Charlamagne's uh, wife, who wasn't his wife at the time, uh, cheated on him. I guess because he cheated and she went back and cheated. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> Charlamagne is not. Charlamagne is Charlamagne is such a just retract everything he said. Um, he said he proceeded to ask multiple questions following that. He said it was one of those things to where he, the thing, the, what he loved his wife for, absolutely heartbroke him in that moment. Yo, Because he loved her honesty. He loves her honesty. <laughs> so he said when he started asking point. questions, he was like, yo, you just giving it up like that? 
Like, you just don't even care how I feel about it. And she was like, well, I mean, you asked. I feel like the Patriots do it. I feel like the Patriots are like, oh, you caught us with a camera at the... Uh, okay. <laughs> Your point? You kid. saw me do it, right? Okay. They are the bad kid. You got me on camera? Okay, that's so still, what you want to hear? That's still getting J's for Christmas. <laughs> I'm going home, bro. I'm going home. <laughs> Didn't I tell y'all that this show was going to be... Sick? This is talk that But talk. it's all right, because they're not... Man, I'll tell you what. Is if that right? team ends up in the Super Bowl, I'm not going to watch football next year. Why? I did that, and then I did that already, and they still won the Super Bowl. Just so you know. I took a year off, and they still did it. <laughs> like, like they, they, they did it again. You took a year off? Last year, and they did it again. Uh, so you please don't take a year off, because they might do it again. Just here's don't, the thing. Just don't. No, I'm going to get this off real quick. I think the Patriots lose this year. I think they lose this year. I don't think it's that close. And I think we finally blow it up. I think I think who I, blows what up? No, maybe not blows it up. I think I think Tom has one more year currently on his on his contract. He's wanting his extension. Tom wants to play to forty five for sure. He wants so to does play. Aaron. I don't think that the Patriots are willing to double down on the contract for the money he wants because as an org, you see how they move with their dollars. Like Tom's been assured that because he's been producing that. But I think there's been many times this season where you can look at Tom and be like, look somebody else and be like, yo. How old is that dude playing quarterback? Like, I have a question. Could Belichick and I, and do what he he's will doing? go somewhere else. I want to say that he will go somewhere Could else. Could Belichick do what he's doing right now with uh... – all right, I'm going to throw some names out. They're, uh, I'm going to throw some names they're out. Old, they're an old couple that hates each other but ain't – you know what I'm saying? But, no, but see, but no. Okay, no, 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 let's – hey, all right, fans, listeners, let me explain to you guys right now. I keep saying that this is supposed to not be a podcast conversation, but I'm – Y'all I'm, in it. I'm in such a goofy mood. Y'all get everything today. is going back to Patriots. I mean, everything is going back to the uh, to the podcast. But you just said it's almost like an old married couple that get on each other's nerves. But here's the issue that I have with that. I don't care how old you get, brother. There are people that stay in relationships for the sake of saying that they are in a relationship. Bro, if you want Brady gone, mm-hmm. your six rings for what you did in the past for me. I'm sorry, dog. I don't see any more with you. So you got to go. Why do I care if we've been married for 15 years? I don't care. Not for real. I think that might happen. If bro. I'm not happy no more, I'm not happy. I, th- I think I think it might happen. This off- hmm. I'm not sure if, it's, if this contract expires to where it can happen this offseason, but I think that they might try and even, yo, man, this would be wild. I just had multiple questions. Do you think that Belichick could do what he's doing right now with Ryan Tannehill? They wouldn't be an 11-3. and three. Do you think he could do what he's doing right now with Marcus Mariota? I would say the same. He wouldn't be eleven and three, but this offense hasn't been hasn't been. Electric. Bro, if they're not eleven and three, but they're nine and five and sitting on top of the I division, say, it doesn't matter. Yeah, to be honest, that's could he, he do the same thing with Andy Dalton? Just to, yeah, man. I think he. I yeah. think he does, bro. I think he's eleven and three with Andy Dalton right now. And that's could he why do the same thing with really real life one of those backups out of town because if you had Jimmy, absolutely if Jimmy's sitting on the bench still right now, I mean, like the fans are gonna be like, "Yo, man, put Jimmy in." Like yo, yo, number ten. Like we, people ask all the time if we have. Yeah, I'm. I swear, I'm trying to not make that a podcast conversation. Go ahead. No, finish, no. Finish your thought. Let me the ask people want to know. The, they, they, go listen to the pod. Um, <laughs> um, you think he could do what he's doing with Jameis? Oh, they'd be dangerous. That's what I'm saying. Watch them go get Jameis, and watch the. Bro, this is. Hey, you sitting on Jacoby Brissett? Oh my gosh! You said Tom Brady going to the Chargers? 
No, I think he's going to Titans. I think he's going to the Titans. Because they're going to be. Tried to, I just tried to speak that into it. You tried it. You tried it. And honestly, in the way that I feel about the Chargers, I think he would go there, and that's when I would write Brady off. I would be like, oh, he's never winning again. <laughs> he's the not Chargers walking, are snake bitten. I don't think he's walking anywhere else and winning. Like, off the sure. strength, like the way Peyton did, because unless he did, wow. unless he falls into like the, the best spot. I have a quick question. You have a running game in Tennessee and Derrick Henry. You have Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel who was a Former championship teammate. championship uh, linebacker, <laughs> like yo, on your team, who yeah. was one of your teammates, a coaching defense. that defense. You have a yeah. defense who has and a culture. I was about to say you have a defense who has possibly one of the best safeties in the game, if not the best, behind Earl Thomas and. People still don't want to say Earl Thomas is the best safety in the game. We could have that argument any day of the week. Um, he's, he's prolific. <laughs> I heard real quick. I heard a, a quote from uh, him. It was mic'd up. Somebody uh, walked by. I don't know if it was Humphrey walked by and was like, "What's wrong, two nine? I ain't heard your name all day." He was holding the football. He looked up and was like, "Bro, I play safety. That's a good thing." I started laughing. They're not throwing in his direction, which is a great thing. Oh yeah. He was like, he looked up at the scoreboard and was like. Bro, I play safety. That's a good thing. You don't need to hear my name. If you hear my name, that means that they testing me. But anyway, you look at Tennessee and what they got. I look at Derrick Henry, who I've said has the best stuff for him since LaDainian Tomlinson. And I keep trying to think about in the middle who could be one. No, I stand by it. I don't think I've seen a stiff arm that strong since LT. Yeah. Like, he looks like he's trying to punch you in the chest. I mean, only only maybe AP is jumping up there. Maybe a season of a... AP had at least two years where he was a disrespect. He was Thanos. He was Thanos with a helmet. But yeah, no, it's not a lot of people of us that's in that power running conversation of, uh, yeah, everything that he would need. He has. We speed. had the conversation. We ran. We went through the running backs. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Exactly. He has so, speed yeah. on the in the receivers. Why wouldn't he win in Tennessee? Now, the year that Dallas won the NBA championship in 2011 against Miami, um. My boy was like, it's just weird. That, that and I was like, deep dive. that team deserves a deep dive. He was like, it just, it's just weird. And I was like, what's weird about it? He was like, bro, Dallas is in the finals. He was like, remember when they made it in 06 and we laughed? I said, yeah, I do. He was like, bro, they're in the finals. And then when Golden State and uh, Cleveland made it, he was like, bro, it just don't seem, he's a Celtic fan. He was like, bro, it just don't seem weird to you. I had to tell him, it's tradition for you. I'm about to say. And, you uh, used to seeing Chicago's, Detroit's, Boston. You're not used to anything else coming out the East. So you looking like Toronto. Yeah, for real. You looking at Cleveland like, hmm. Parody. How'd you guys What's do that? that? So I told him that's, it, matter of fact, it's 2K. Uh, I'm so happy that I, I'm so happy I talked it through. But it's 2K. 2K is a Celtic fan and he's a Steeler fan. So shout out to him and he's a Dodger. So um, when we had that conversation about, uh, when we had that conversation about, um, about basketball, I tried to tell him, it's just that you can't see that team in the Super Bowl. Right now, today, what is this, December this is 15, 2019 at 143, nobody sees Tennessee in the Super Bowl next year. Just drop Tom Brady in. You see what he can do. You see what Mike Vrabel could do with a pocket passer mm-hmm. when he swapped out Marcus Mariota for, for Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. Is Brady better than Ryan Tannehill today yeah. with the same weapons? I think so. Tannehill don't run, so what does he do better than Brady? He don't read a defense better. His arm's not stronger. Line of scrimmage, nope. What? You don't control the cadence better. Nope. So, yeah, I do see <clears throat> Brady going to a place like Tennessee. Brady would have beat Houston today. 
must win game. They're at home, twenty four on the road. Okay, so they would have to put up more than twenty four at home. Defense showed up for a little bit. How many states won? But I think for? that actually presented a great point, which was a thought that I had, and I didn't b- bring it up because I thought it was going to be too tough to to relate. Mm-hmm. But yes, like there's there's moments in during the season, like right now, you said week fifteen, the Super Bowl is still seven eight weeks away. Right. Um, say the Super Bowl is Saints. Chiefs. Let's say Packers. No. Okay. No, I'm just hypothetically. Hypothetically. <laughs> hypothetically. I will. In this moment, we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> say it's Packers Chiefs. Thank you. Say it's the underwhelming 11 and 3 Packers. This is your description of All your right, team. Here you go. <laughs> um. So say that's the happens. This moment currently, though, we're in is we're in. It's Ravens Nation. Like it's Ravens sure. City. Everywhere is takeoff. I was thinking, I was like, I really hope they win it all. We talked about started talking about Earl Thomas. Right. It's like I really hope they win it all so that it finishes off the narrative. Yeah. Cause remember the Cam year? Remember the Cap year? Everybody left Cap at one point in time. Everybody was like the Niners. Yo. Everybody wanted that prominence back. And history will change <laughs> quickly. Like in a matter of like, yo, this entire season we've been talking about this. Let him lose in the second round of the playoffs. He might have a setback next year. Next year is never the same. Well, we might, we'll never be in the same moment again. So it's just interesting, man, when you capture those little moments in the season and then look at back at the end of the season to be like, man, we, we were right there at one point in time. No doubt, no doubt. Um, and again, we have to take this last break. My dad didn't send me a tip in, so when we come back, guess what? More goofiness. Broadcasting live from UNLV, KUNV, Las Vegas. That's how we already know. 91.5, The Rebel, HD2. What's coming up for Nevada's leading business organization and the future of our business community? Find out at the Las Vegas Metro Chamber Installation Luncheon, Wednesday, December 13th at MGM Grand. Welcome back. Welcome back to Talk That Talk on 91.5, the Rebel HD2 KUNV Las Vegas, your broadcast service of UNLV. I am your host, Terrell Chatterbox Emerson, in studio with Daryl D. Hoop Harris. Real quick, real What's quick, real deal? quick. Um, you might could pull this up mm-hmm. on one of these screens mm-hmm. so we okay. can see and put eyes on it, but apparently the Bears almost beat y'all in the last play of the game. No, I know. I don't know if you remember, but uh, the the – I hope it was a break. Good, but the good thing is we don't have a camera in here. But there was a break for sure. Mm-hmm. Where I'm pretty sure it was a break. It was a commercial break where I'm watching. Oh, the, you, you reacted. Seen it. You reacted. Okay, you to seen something. it. You seen it, bro. You did. Yes, you, bro. You, you were not listening. <laughs> you reacted to something. Oh, so you were talking, bro? Yeah. I completely tuned out what was said because I'm watching, and I forgot what it was. A flag late, I think. And I seen them, like, you know how you watching the game track and you see that blue or that orange bar go all the way down the field? And I was like, wait. And then I looked and I think they had to go out to 23 with like nine seconds left. And I'm sitting there like, that was the reaction that I gave you. But yeah, man, I don't want to talk about it till the, <laughs> till the episode, till the show is over. So that way I don't curse on air. I don't have time for this. Um, <laughs> what did you want to go to, man? I don't know, man. Lakers are 23 and 3, man. I don't know. It don't really matter. The Pacers are holding on until Victor Oladipo gets back. We'll have more NBA we talk can. next week when so. it's Christmas leading up to it. But yeah, you know, you know how it goes around oh, this yeah, time in nah. December. It, we'll have weigh-ins next week for sure. We have to. I, I want to go through every game that uh, on that Christmas slate. 
And the thing is, it's like the season starts after Christmas. A, a lot of bit. people say that. A lot of people. My dad tells me because we always laugh and talk. My dad will watch any football game. He'll watch like I need two bad teams. Right. My dad will watch the Dolphins and in, in Miami. I mean, my my dad will watch the Dolphins and uh, Washington play right now. That's just the way that he is. He mm-hmm. football is a sport. Yeah. Me personally, he knows for a fact. Before yeah. I watch that game, I'll go watch a G League game. Yeah, I'll go watch any whatever basketball. I'll go watch high school basketball. I, my dad knows. I will go watch right. anything. I'll go shoot around, then watch that game. So to see. <laughs> That's why I don't think they'll end up. They're not going to touch the season, but they'll do something to where it's different. My dad doesn't pay attention to the NBA until after Christmas. That's the thing. Yeah, for real, man. Because I was going to say, what's, what's today? Yeah, today's the 15th. Basketball has been going on since Halloween. Yep. Since before Halloween. Yep. And. Records have been broken. <laughs> Jordan is, is, I mean, Bron is this close from Kobe. And I said that before the season. <laughs> I was like, man, wait till it happens. And he's going to do but it before like, the yeah. And, a lot, and so much has happened that you would say nobody's noticed. But also, a lot's happened that's taken away the news value of the league so far. No Zion, no KD, no Kyrie. I still don't think I care because there's been other but conversations. That's cha- yeah, that's changed. Be, Kendrick Nunn is one of the best stories of the heat the whole heat team the f- that's like yeah let's do that let's do that because let me give somebody else a little bit of shine and i talked to him last year at summer league after he only averaged four points after his rookie year Duncan and i Robinson. was like Mm-mm. and i was like you're gonna be a problem like the league on i hope they i hope they aware and that was Devonte graham brother we if can you talk. watched him at college brother, you, we can talk you, this is this is nothing new I was a student at Baylor while he was at Kansas. I despised this I bet short, you do. this short guard because he had game. I bet you do. Just game, and that was like one of the fewer star power Kansas squads. And I'm like, yo, this fool Devontae. I was like, leave. Perry like, Ellis yo, was leave. Perry Ellis was the one on that list. And I was like, yo, he was on this team for probably like his entire college eligibility, but a player, and like really drove that team that didn't have stars. Like, there's not a lot of Kansas players that are tearing it up in the league right now. I agree. Like I said, in their last couple of classes. When you go to and you look at those rosters, and like you said, you mentioned some of those names, bigger college names, yeah, like probably had bigger uh, hype around them and everything yeah. else. But it's just a couple of people that you see. And, and it's funny because I have no problem saying that I didn't think Trey Young was going to translate as well to the league right away. I thought he was going to put on some pounds, put you know what I mean, adjust differently. And he wasn't. He literally came in and was like, I could be a Steph Curry 2.0. And he's kind of he's somewhat showing it. This Devontae Graham situation was the exact opposite. I didn't care where he got drafted. I was like, him, him, he's going to be a problem. That's just, it's certain people you look at and you can see. Josh Hart, I watched him at Villanova and was like, he's going to be a problem. When Phil Booth gets to the league. He doesn't make many mistakes. When Villanova, when you watch them play, they don't make very many mistakes. Vincenzo had a setback year. He started right now. He had a terrible first year. Starting right now for Milwaukee. But let me address how terrible that first year was. Yeah, it was was ugly. Because we watched him summer league as well. Yeah. It was an even worse summer league for him. Yeah, that first year was just bad, bro. Yeah, that first year was. I'm sure he wants to forget it. Like, I'm sure he probably won't even like. He learned the league then, and I'm sure he'll tell you that. But it wasn't a it wasn't a good year for him at all. And now that I look at it, Bron is what is that? Six, four. Okay, so Bron is four twenty six, four hundred and twenty six points away from reaching Kobe. How many more games the Lakers got this year? Let's see. Oh, he'll pass that, bro. You'll certainly pass that this year. Oh, no, I'm not talking about this season. I'm talking about in this 2019. Um, oh, this year. 
Ah, uh, not enough. Because it's only the fifteen, bro. Says who? We don't have how many it. games they there's got. Only, left? There's only about four or five games probably between now and the end of the year. Five or six maybe. Um, no, because you guys get the you guys get the break for Christmas. I slight, mean for Thanksgiving, you don't get one for Christmas. Yeah, but there's a little hangover one, break. One, two, it is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So you got seven games. What, what did I say? No, Bron would have to average like eight. You would have to average like <laughs> right, nah, you'd have, no, not not really, bro. You would have to average see. about uh, you would have to average about. So what is that? What did uh, I say? About sixty. Four twenty six. Yeah, about average about sixty. About about seven. But I was gonna say he'll pass it before MLK Day. <laughs> Bron would have to average sixty one points. He bro. might do it on MLK Day. Just to that go would down in history. That would be lit. <laughs> I mean, we'll see exactly how it uh, how it shapes up and how it shakes out. We got under ten minutes left to go. Um, other other hot notes around the league, man. Y- yes, hot notes around the league, but it's not the league that you're thinking about. It's major league, and this is the reason why I felt like it was going to be so much baseball conversation on today's show. Madison Bumgarner just signed a deal. What are you signing with? He signed a deal with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Haven't won in a long time. Remember Zach Grinky went there and thought that was a good deal? So here's my issue. My issue is, by the way, anybody who, if you've seen me, I have locks. I just got mine retwisted about a week and some change ago now, so you got to sleep with your sleeve on. The way I pat my head is absolutely and i know you feel me because once you get your once you get it retwisted you're like oh one finger can mess up anything so you really sit there like i gotta pat my head fragile like i got a weave in my head so anyway whatever we'll talk about that in a second but um (laughs) which is why you start to really mess with the with the grown out stage (laughs) no it went it went you were you were here it went a phase where i didn't get mine retwisted for like two months because i was like I'm doing too much. I don't know if I'll be able to keep my hands out of it. I'm just different things. But um, <clears throat> I almost forgot the point we were talking about. What was the point? <laughs> Madison Bumgarner. Madison Bumgarner. I didn't know the illusion either. I told you. It's I terrible. I, no, because I was waiting I was on the analogy. No, because it, it wasn't an analogy. I was talking, and then I realized halfway through, because I, I, I can hear yeah. the playback, I heard my, right. myself oh, yeah, patting yeah. my head, and I'm like, yeah. just in case you're listening, you hear that. That's what that was. But um, the reason why I brought that up about Bumgarner is because – a couple of different things I want to, a couple of different ways I want to take this. You're a Dodger fan, so real quick, I want you to end with the last point. The first point that I have mm-hmm. is about my Angels. We go out, we get Anthony Rendon. We shock the world when we do that. I, I, I yelled in the moment. I'm not gonna lie. I yelled. I ran around the house for a little bit, and I came <laughs> back. I came back down. I came back down, and I called my brother, and he was like, uh, or I called my dad, and he was like, "Congrats, da 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 da." He was like, "Y'all stole him from me, just like y'all stole Pujols from me, y'all." And he's a Dodger fan, so you stole Shohei from us. I told my dad, I was like, you want to know why I'm ecstatic for the moment? And then it just went away. He was like, why? I said, because out of everybody you named, how many of them pitched? How, how, oh, yeah. He was like, none. I was like, who's our ace right now? My dad said, uh, I said, we don't have one, brother. Yeah, I yeah, could tell you yeah. who our number one starter is, but he's not an ace. So when we got Rendon, I instantly was like, Trey for Corey Kluber. Ask my brother. I told my brother, I want two people. I want either Corey Kluber or I want um I wanted Bumgarner. I was like, but I need right away, like today, the day after Rendon, we already go out and sign oh, Joe Madden. A salty. I'm I'm hot, bro. <laughs> I'm like, you go out and you sign Joe Madden, you go get Anthony Rendon. I wanted Corey Kluber or I wanted Dallas Keiko. Dallas Keiko was still out there. Yo. But Kluber got traded to my division this morning. He got traded to the Rangers this morning. 
So not only did you guys not get him, you let somebody close get him. And then not only do you not let Bumgarner, or you don't, not only do you not go get Bumgarner, <laughs> he stays <laughs> right next done. door in Arizona. So it's like you could have. You could have. In my opinion, in my so mind, now, I don't see why you couldn't have. So now as an Angel fan, we only can go get a Ryu or a, um, or a Dallas Keuchel, both being lefties. However, now that Bumgarner is back in, uh, or now that Bumgarner is staying in the NLS, but he's not a Dodger, I don't see Ryu leaving. Yeah. Or Ryu. So Ryu's going to stay with the Dodgers, and that brings me to my second point. Bumgarner said he didn't have a problem going to the Dodgers. Rendon said he didn't want to go to the Dodgers because of the superstar lifestyle. Kawhi said the same thing about the clip about the choosing the Clippers mm -hmm. over the Lakers. What does that say about people that don't want the glisten glamour? We got about three minutes. Ain't nothing wrong with it being in it for the check, man. Because Rendon's getting the fat one for sure. But anything, I don't know. It's it's, it's a different thing though. It, it says something. This says something because, as me, if I'm an athlete anywhere, I already know how I am. As an athlete, I'm very competitive. I want to win. Right. Like I, I'm not in it. I'll, I'll take. I'll take. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I'm not a sore loser. Right. But I'm in it to win. And if I'm a free agent somewhere, and if I'm not even like a, a, a swing the momentum player, but I'm <laughs> I'm a bum, and the Lakers are like, we we could use you know what I mean you might you might play with the South Bay Lakers a little bit but we could use you whatever, that's cool whatever fine like with me. you know what I'm saying I'll come <laughs> Not this is all. my only issue with it and what I will say about playing in your hometown is I'm I'm an uber competitive person too and I'm a person who loves when a person tells me I can't do something just doing it off the sheer strength that you told me I couldn't um. I'm going to be completely honest, and this is like a, a transparent moment for me. I don't know that I would want to start my career in my hometown. You know how much pressure that is, bro? We saw what happened to Lonzo. Like, do you know how much pressure that is? Like, to start in – look at Derrick Rose. Not very many people treated it like Derrick Rose. I was about to Derrick say, Rose. D. Rose did it somehow because he don't talk. And because he really had the respect of Chicago already. like Yeah, I, I mean? think his like, respect was off the court. So it was bigger <laughs> yeah. than just yes. Lonzo. There was a lot of people that when he showed up to the, the Staples Center, it was like, oh, you're from Chino. So it was still always, right or wrong, it was still always that classification. It was like, well, you're not L.A. Like, your dad is L.A. Your oh, dad God. know about Crenshaw. Your right. dad know about Lamert Park. Your dad know about... You and your brothers, you I know about Chino. Yeah, they is. So that's the way that the city looked at him. Mm -hmm. So I, just me personally, I don't know how I would want to do with it because I feel like you, knowing the person that I am too, I would try to press. I'm in front of fans. I'm in front of family. I'm in front of people that I know. Oh, so yeah, no, when I'm at a, home, I'm a, pressing. That's a stressful environment. No, it's a little for harder sure. for me, which I guess we'll, we'll kind of round out the show with this and end it with this. People ask me all the time after graduation, am I going back home? Right back to L.A.? No. Why? And they would be like, well, why not? I'm literally creating and building my name in a completely different state. Yo. I'm not world I'm not world renowned. To go to a town where there's five times as many people and try to make a name for myself. Well, when you're from there, I feel like it's a little different yeah, only little because bit. it's got, different yeah, things got, that yeah, can yeah, drag you back and forth. You're somewhat clearly. established. But at the end of the day, too, I feel like it was it's more so something that 
is internal. I feel like it's only internal only because you put that pressure on yourself. And now that I look at it, all I say the show is almost over. But again, this is what we do here at Talk That Talk. 